With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Handle on the Law, marginal legal advice where I tell you you have absolutely no case. If you're injured, need a lawyer, go to HandleOnTheLaw.com. And if you're a lawyer and want to help our listeners, please go to HandleOnTheLaw.com, click on the Join Today tab at the top of the page. The following is a pre-recorded program. Well, let me tell you what the Supreme Court is doing. They're taking up a case uh, of a, a Colorado web designer who refuses to help uh, gay people uh, in designing their website. Uh, and she does marriage websites, if you will, of uh, we- uh, wedding website designs. She won't do it for gay people. Uh, and, of course, she's been sued, uh, saying uh, you're discriminating against us, the gay people, and that is illegal and it's unconstitutional. And the argument, this is a little different. Uh, this argument may actually fly. Uh, this is akin to the Colorado case with the cupcakes. You remember the bakery that wouldn't uh, sell wedding cupcakes to gay people? And they got out of it by just eliminating uh, that uh, what they uh, manufacture, what they offer, what they bake. Uh, and the argument was, uh, their argument was it was a religious belief. We're talking about the uh, the cupcake uh, baker uh, saying it was, an, uh, it was our religious belief and uh, the wedding cakes that we do, the cupcakes, has our design and therefore it is a First Amendment right. We have, a, we, it's a, we're expressing our opinion, our creation. And the court said, yeah, I don't think so. This one is the web designer is saying, it's all about my design. It's all about my creativity. It's all about my First Amendment rights. And what you're saying, if I can, if I don't, if I'm not able to say no, you're telling me I can't exercise, and you have to tell me what I have to do. And the uh, argument I think is stronger uh, because this is all about this woman's expressive right. And the only thing the court is looking at is the free speech issue. Does the law that requires an artist to speak or stay stay silent violate the free speech clause of the First Amendment? That is the big issue. And I think considering that this court goes in this way, I think the argument of free speech is going to, or free, well, in this case, free speech is going to prevail. But I think it's also uh, colored with uh, the religious aspect of it. And you're also going to see the courts in many cases uh, allowing the exercise of uh, religion as an argument for all kinds of discrimination. Uh, First Amendment right to uh, practice your religion any way you want, and that includes discrimination under certain circumstances, uh, this being one of them. Uh, let's take some phone calls. Uh, Stryker. Hello, Stryker. Welcome. Oh, yeah. Hey, uh, Bill Handel. How you doing, sir? Yes, sir. What can I do for you? Anyways, uh, 
Okay, just the story is, uh, just about 12 months ago, it's going to be 12 months at the end of uh, July, I purchased a uh, brand-new Sony TV, OLED, top-of-the-line, 55-inch for my bedroom. Since then, I've had uh, lemon problems with it, about since 10 days out, out of the box. Uh, audio, video, you name it. Remote control, turning on, turning off. I mean, uh, a nightmare, gone to the forums, the blogs. Their uh, chat site, their their okay, uh, all right, you got it. Okay, it's basically a lemon. All right, you, you all right? You talked about it. Now, what, now, what's your question? Bottom line, they, they don't want to. Well, ask them to fix it, send a repair tech, you know, one year warranty, so on and so forth. Uh, they give me the. Uh, they've always given me the excuse for COVID nineteen. We don't have a tech. We don't respond because we're gonna get infected. Blah blah blah. Okay, I'm at my, you know, I'm at my 11th and a half hour. Uh, do I have a case yeah. uh, for yeah. whatever? You know? Yeah, you have a case for the value of the TV. They have to replace Good the question, TV. Though. How do I walk into uh, Superior Court or Small Claims Court without any evidence? I mean, they said if I put a, uh, or have a technician. Okay, uh, hang on. Have, have, wait a second. All right, hold on a minute. When you say it okay. hasn't worked, have they simply refused to show up? Uh, have they not responded? No, they refused to uh send a technician to my home. All right, that's when you okay. So that's when you simply do an affidavit, you go into small claims court and say uh the TV simply won't work. And this is when I made a phone call, and I'm assuming you have a record of it. So if it's your cell phone, you got a cell phone record of the calls you made. This is when I called right. and this these are the number of times I've called. They won't even send out a tech. And they refuse to repair the TV. Well, you can't prove the TV is broken. How do you prove a TV is broken when it's broken that no one else? Do I bring in the TV? Is that what I have to do is what your question is. It's a small claims matter. Okay, but I'm walking in without any paperwork because they said if I even put a, uh, I have an expert technician on the TV to take, take, put a screwdriver to the back to take it apart. Uh, to hang on, hang on. Okay, that's just, that, but they haven't come you. out there. But they haven't come out of there. They're saying if you okay. put a screwdriver and you screw with it, the warranty is over. That's correct. Did you do that? No. Okay, then they're going to. You know what? They're going to say everything. And you do have paperwork. You have the purchase agreement. Right. And there's a record of you calling, uh, and you know where you bought it, and you argue that it is broken and it's never worked, and they will not even come out to take a look at it. And you want the value of the TV, and you're suing uh, the retailer who sold you the TV. Actually, that's who I would uh, sue, because suing Sony okay. is kind of, you know, what are you going to do, sue Sony? How do you, I don't even, well, you can, uh, uh, you can sue Sony and the retailer. Although if you simply sue the retailer, you're going to go, oh, no, that's a Sony uh, issue. That's not us. It's right. a manufacturer. You go, hey, you're representing Sony. You're selling a product. So uh, okay. that's what they'll try to do. But I think you're going to be okay on that. Um, all right. Steve. Hey, Bill. Yes. Um, a friend of mine, an ex-friend, uh, he's back in Wisconsin. He borrowed 2500 bucks. That was back in 2017. And he paid me back eight hundred, and um, that's it. He still owes me seventeen hundred. Okay. And um, I'm wondering, what? How can I lean on him? Yeah. Okay. When is uh, okay? When was the last time he made a payment? Um, I think it was uh, a few years ago. How many? How many is a few years ago? And incidentally, is uh, this was not a written agreement, correct, Steve? That's right. Yeah, yeah you're, done. yeah, you're done. Yeah, you're done. You're uh, done. You can't sue him. Statute of limitations. 
You didn't have anything in writing, uh, and so uh, enjoy uh, your friend who is probably no longer your friend, is my guess. Uh, Arnold. Hello, Arnold. Yes, Bill. Thank you for taking my call. Sure. Yes, uh, basically my wife tells me she wants to divorce and been married 48 years. Ooh, good. She found a guy, uh, she found a 22-year-old pool boy? I'm not sure what she's found, but... Okay. The end, re- the end result is I know there's alimony I need to pay, mm-hmm. and I'm curious, does, does the judge have a formula? Where yeah, they do. Yeah there, yeah, there is a formula there. They don't just arbitrarily uh, uh, manufacture a number. And here are the terms. You've been married 48 years. Has your wife worked during that time? She had in the past, but not now. Okay. How long is not now? She hasn't worked for the last year and a half. Oh, okay. So, uh, and when she was working, uh, because by the way, not year and a half does not, it's not going to change anything. When she was working, uh, how uh, was your pay compared to her pay or her pay compared to your pay? Oh, my pay was four times her pay. Yeah, you're going to be paying some uh, spousal support and probably forever. Uh, And uh, there is a uh, formula, and I think you can even look it up. Uh, but well, let me ask you, Arnold, how much money do you make? Uh, 200000 Okay, year. how much, and, and she made 50000 uh, Actually, uh, yeah, about that, yeah. Yeah, you're going to be paying some money. It's going to be in the thousands of dollars a month, probably. Uh, yeah, you're, you're probably better off killing her uh, and, just do, <laughs> and just do the jail time uh, and then just deal with it. You know, I mean, I get in a little bit of trouble for giving that kind of advice, but, you know. 48 years of spousal support. I mean, what are you going to do, you know? Especially if you find a 22-year-old stripper, for example. Um, Yeah. This is Handle on the Law. Welcome back to Handle on the Law. Hey, Susanna. Welcome to Handle on the Law. Hi, Bill. Um, About five years ago, I went into a lease to purchase option with my mother and... um, about uh, two or three years after that, she began to act crazy, weird, started attacking us, trying to get us to move out. She was able to finally obtain an illegal uh, eviction using a false document and was able to evict us right before, maybe a month and a half before this past Christmas. So we've been trying to fight her, um, spent, I think, close to over 40 grand the last two months and just staying in hotel rooms because she basically rendered us homeless. Um and we've just been kind of contacted by attorneys who would take us, and then a week or two later, take some money and then disappear yeah, or say they're oh, too busy. God. One got COVID, all yeah, that that's, stuff. That's lovely. But, yeah. So what is the false? So, do- what's I mean, the false document, uh, Susanna, that she used? She used a lease not showing our um, interest in the home that we had a purchase option. She used just a standard, generic lease. And you showed uh, the evidence on the other side. Correct. I have all the evidence. Okay, wait a sec, wait a sec. A she, got, she got the eviction in court. Correct. And you were notified of the eviction, correct? Not until that was like almost, she did it while I was out of state. So by the time we actually saw a court date, she had gotten a default rendered. Uh, but she didn't serve you, did she? Did she? She said she did, but she did not. Okay, well. She did not serve us properly okay. and we try to fight that as well and yeah you have to, you have to yeah you have to yep. fight it there's no there's no way around it uh boy yep. what a piece of work your mother is uh if you can I show can, if you can you. show that uh, uh someone obviously 
Was it you signing or the lease just disappeared? No, we have a signed lease. No, no, I understand in, terms of, in yeah. terms of the court. Was any document forged with your name on it or it yes. just... Okay. Yes, and we told him that. Yes, and the uh, and the chore and the, and the, yes. and the uh, judge, uh, you didn't ask for an appeal or reconsideration. The judge just uh, accepted her document and ignored yours, right? First one was a commissioner, then the second one we had a lawyer, and we tried. It. We got a judge. He looked. He didn't even look through the paperwork. He said, "Oh, you know what? Your landlords pay money. You guys are evicted. This is her house. I'm not going to look at this." And he he actually got up and walked away. Okay. He didn't hear the case at all. And that was an appeal, correct? That was, yes, that was the second, yeah. The second wow, kind of went wow, wow. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. County. You need a real lawyer on this, and uh, I'm kind of surprised that they take your money, but no one wants to go forward with it. How many attorneys just took your money yeah. and walked away? Um, we want to run out four. You the know, third one, some, um, the last one got COVID, he said, so he got too busy, but yeah. And took your money and didn't do anything. No, the we didn't get to pay him. We just um, we did the consult for like you know, four or five hundred dollars, whatever they charge, and yeah. then um, they just say it's not a money involved, basically. So yeah. All right. Well, you That's can all, try. You, know, you can try going. Doing money, so. You can try going on handle on the law. You can also. Uh, I don't think you filed a lawsuit yet against her, have you? We we actually have. Um, a, I don't know if I can say the name on the air or not, but it's called Cal Tenant Law, and we contact them, and they were. I guess I thought it was a law firm who ha- uh, specialized in landlord tenant issues. We went with them initially, and so I think about four or five thousand dollars into it, I find out that they're not. They just help you with the paperwork, so they were giving all of me the paperwork, and I was filing okay. it, and, and then the and filing. Not, was, and, and they're not a law firm. I guess not. I, I don't know. I thought they well, were. You, they okay. You have to find you, ha- you, you have to find yeah. out. Uh, okay. You have to find out who these folks are. If it is law, if it, they are lawyers, uh, then you have to take them to the state bar. And I don't know anything about them, but if they rep, if they are licensed attorneys, then and they took your money and then just disappeared basically and did nothing. Uh, and say they were too busy after taking your money, then uh, you've got a legitimate bar complaint. And now you have no, to they did the paperwork for us and had me filing it. And how much did they charge so you I paid for that? The packages. Um, and there's different packages they offered. Like I had, I think it was all together between the, they charge you for every call you call them for, plus packages hey, that you hey, need for the relief. Yeah, let me ask some, Susanna. Okay, when you think mm-hmm. thought they were a law firm. And there was no name on the documents as to a law firm representing you. Didn't you think I was a little strange? Yeah, that's why I asked. I'm like, well, can I ha- don't I have an attorney go with me? He goes, no, we just save you money by doing your paperwork. The guy who's uh, who goes over it, the head dude, he's a lawyer. Okay, then he, that's you know, we, okay. That's yeah. that's who you go after. That's okay. what I would do. Bar complaint <laughs> against that lawyer. Uh, now, it could be the lawyer simply goes over paperwork, and that's all he does, which is what they said. Yeah. But it doesn't matter. Let him defend himself with a state bar. And then you want to file okay. You want to file a small claim suit against the company uh, and saying they didn't do anything or they overcharge you or whatever it is. You, 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 yeah. go, you, go, to small, yeah. you go to small claims on that one. Now, as far as okay. the property is concerned, you're going to need a lawyer on that. And I'm kind of surprised. Oh, yeah, we're that trying to find one, yeah. Well, go to handleonthelaw.com and see if that works for you. Okay, now, is it too late? She finally, she actually sold the house already. So it's not too late, right? Well, you can try to get the money back. I don't know what she's done with the money. Yeah. Uh, but uh, let's say uh, you even get a judgment. Where are you going to get it from? 
You know, it sounds yeah. like this is a woman who is uh, not saving her money. She sounds literally crazy. And and, and unfortunately, yeah. uh, you've got a crazy mother who um, completely screwed you. And I don't even know what to do about that. I mean, at least. I know. I don't either. I, yeah. I don't either. I don't Other than talking to a lawyer and the lawyer will probably do. Let's do a, a uh, let's do a uh, background search, uh, a asset search and just find out where you go. And it could be uh, good money after bad. And I don't know. That's why yeah. you need someone to really sit down and go through everything, which obviously I can't yeah. do. So try handle on sure. dot com and talk to one of the lawyers. Your personal data is always at risk of being stolen. Now, there are some things you can do to help protect yourself from cybercrime, for example, using two-factor authentication and creating unique passwords. But is that enough? It's important to understand how cybercrime and identity theft are affecting our lives. Every day we put our information at risk on the Internet, and in an instant, a cybercriminal can steal what's ours, harm our finances, credit, reputation. LifeLock, I'm going to suggest, certainly I've been a customer for so long, helps detect a wide range of identity threats, like your social security number for sale in the dark web, where the bad guys buy and sell your information. And if LifeLock detects your information has been potentially compromised, they send you an alert. And if you become a victim, they'll help you deal with it. Now, no one can prevent all ID theft or monitor every transaction at every business. But protect what's yours with LifeLock by Norton. Join, save up to 25% off your first year. Use the promo code HANDLE. Call 800-LIFELOCK, promo code HANDLE, or visit LifeLock.com, promo code HANDLE. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, this is Handle on the Law. This is Handle on the Law, Marginal Legal Advice. Hi, Michelle. Welcome to Handle on the Law. Hi, Bill. Yes, ma'am. Yes. Uh, My question is, I own a condo in Irvine, California, of course. Um, And the, the association is not taking care of the common area maintenance that they're required to do. Um, and I want to find out what my options yeah. are. What can, what can be done about that? Well, there are a couple of things there. And believe me, you're not alone. Uh, I've dealt with that issue uh, where I've lived. And it's astounding how many people have that problem. Okay, two things. Number one, they are required, obviously, uh, under the CCNRs. Uh, that's their job. That's what you're paying your association fees for. Uh, that is the good part legally. Here's the bad part. And it's not a legal issue. It's... You live there, they live there. And uh, I don't live there. I don't live there. It's a rental unit. But it doesn't matter. Uh, you, you, you're right. Mm-hmm. It, but you're there as an owner, and you're the one that's paying the HOA fees, and you're the one that's dealing with the HOA as an owner of the unit. And uh, the people that are on the board are in the same position. They live there too. So, practically speaking, what do you do? Do you go after the board for not maintaining the property per the CCNRs, per the rules that are in place. And guess what happens when you go after them? They get really pissed at you. And uh, what ends up happening is, even though it is illegal, they start, I would say the word discriminating, uh, but that's being very generous. They're going to make your life hell. 
Uh, the easiest way of doing it is getting on the board yourself or, you know, pulling aside a board member and saying, hey, what's going on? Because they're affected by it, too. I mean, if they're not uh, now, are they yeah. only dealing the common areas at your place and not their own or not down the uh, d- down the condo? Or is uh, this all over the association? Okay, so it's, it's, it's all, all over. over. Okay, so I would uh, say to the condo association members of the board, aren't you guys tired of this? I mean, wouldn't you want a uh, a property up to date and looking clean and crisp? You know what's going on with this? What? Uh, you know, uh, Bill. Just one other question. So the the president of the board, um, she's she's um, experiencing um, financial distress. In fact, we've looked up to see she can't even pay her property taxes. She's on a like a payment plan, uh-huh. and um, and I don't know what I don't know what that. It just seems like she's, no, like, it doesn't. That doesn't that doesn't yeah. matter because uh, she can be in default, and as long as she owns her property. Uh, she can still sit on the board unless there are mm-hmm. within within the CCNRs or the rules that someone who is back, uh, owes back taxes cannot be on the board. But I've never heard of that happening. Mm-hmm. She can be delinquent yeah. in o- HOA fees and be on the board unless there is language contrary to that. So it really is just sitting down with the rest of the board members and saying why we're paying the association fees why don't you want to keep the place up? Just the property values part of it. Uh, and that's really, yeah, that's, it's... yeah, that's it. Because legally, uh, if you start getting into lawyers, <laughs> I mean, you can go with lawyers and start mandating it, but geez, what a mess. And what expense that would be. Hello, is Junior? Is hello, that... Bill. Yeah, you? You, go by, you go by Junior. Yes. Okay. Uh, yes, right. hello. Yes, sir. What can yeah, I, I have an issue. I have an issue. Um, I, um, oh. I have a property lien against me, uh, mom's property, but I'm not on the title or anything. Okay. It was a credit card that I owed a long time ago, but they went after the my my uh, my dad, my parents' property because I don't own anything. All right. So first of all, you don't have to worry at all because you don't own the property, and all they can do is go after the property. Now, is there a judgment against you out there? No, that, that's it. That's the judgment against me. No, 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 no. There is um, a no, no. There is a judgment against you for money that you owe. Correct? Yes. Correct. Okay. How much do you owe? It was uh, initially it was eight thousand dollars. Okay. Let, but, um, when's the last time you pay? Is that a credit card bill? It was a credit card bill a, 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 a long time ago. Okay. I, and how? I, when's I, the last time you made a payment? I don't think I ever did. Okay, so with that being oh, said, I, I, so when you take, if you never made a payment on it, when uh, did you take the credit card out? What year? Uh, back in the nineties. Okay, so good God! All right, so at this point, there's no issue with the judgment. All right, because that's gone. I don't know if it's still on your credit uh, report, but that should disappear after seven or eight years. And you can pull a credit report. You're entitled to a free credit report uh, once a year, and all you have to do is contact uh, Experian or TransUnion. Just call them up. Uh, you know, uh-huh. you go through their 800 number, you call them up, you go, hey, I'd like my free credit report, please. And so that one, you find out if that's still on there. As far as the property is concerned, it has to do with the property, Junior. What do you care? You don't own it. All you should care about is the judgment against you personally. And that is that can screw up your credit 
And that's really what you have to worry about is uh, the negative credit reporting that's done by the credit reporting agencies. Uh, other than that, and it should have disappeared. If this thing is 15, 17 years old, uh, I, I don't know where they're going with that. It shouldn't even exist. So that's the two things you do. Ignore the lien. Uh, it doesn't matter with the lien. Now, the only problem is the property, the new property owner uh, has a lien. And I'm surprised that two things didn't happen. If there was a legitimate lien on the property, when the property was sold to the new owner, uh, that lien mm-hmm. should have been paid off through escrow. Oh, okay, the, the, the issue is my mom's trying to refinance the house, and that came up, that, and it's... Wait a minute. Who own, you say you don't know who owns who owns the house? You say you don't own it. Who owns it? I don't own it. My mom and my, my well, my dad and my mom, but my dad passed away, and we have the same name. I so understand. Dad, that doesn't that, that doesn't matter. I mean, we're going in a different direction. I thought the house was sold to another party. It's still in the family, is what you're saying? Yes, yes, it's still in the family. Okay, uh, and uh, uh, that one you have to figure out because uh, they have a lien on the property. And if your yes. mom dies or and you inherit the property, that lien is going to be have to be paid off. Okay. I do believe, especially if you sell it. I don't know about the inheritance, but especially if you sell it, that lien has to be paid off. And interest is accruing on that lien. Now, that's assuming... Yes, it is. Okay, that's assuming that the lien has been, or the judgment has been reaffirmed. No, the lien's still there. The lien's still there. Um, yeah, the lien's still there. Yeah. And how much money do you owe on it now? It's going. Last time I checked, when they did with my mom trade refinancing, it was like a forty thousand. Yeah, I think and, you're gonna. And, I think I think you're gonna have to have someone unravel that. Okay. Unravel yeah, it. Yeah, because it's it's complicated enough. Because there is a lien. It's still in the property. It's still in the family, and the the property is at risk. You personally are not, because way past the statute, the only liability you have is uh, your credit. And when you when you said refinance, you were trying to refinance, or your mom and dad were trying to refinance. Well, they were, they were trying to refinance to get money to to. Um, it, it doesn't matter where the to, money was going to go. They the, they were refinancing the property, and they still own the property, uh-huh. and there's a lien on the property, and the mortgage company wouldn't have them do it, right? Yeah, exactly. Ten four. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, uh, you have to have someone to help you unravel that. And they may have to uh, cut a deal with the mortgage company, allowing you to sell it where they get the money and negotiate the lien, negotiate the $40,000 down. So you need some help here. You need some help. I think you need a real estate attorney on this. All right. Yeah, yeah, you're going to have to because this is so much of a mess and there's a lot of money there. Uh, $40,000 and a lien and yeah. Yeah. Go to handleonthelaw.com and talk to uh, one of our attorneys. We'll be right back. This is Handle on the Law. This is Handle on the Law, marginal legal advice. Hello, Dan. Six months ago, I fell from my bike and broke my leg in three uh, three places. Because of a step between a sidewalk and a concrete walkway, which is part of a commercial building, I have 13 screws in my leg, mm. and it's made my life very difficult. Yeah, I'll I bet. still am not walking normally. Yeah, all right. So let me ask you a couple of questions about that. Uh, this step, describe this step. It's a uh, sidewalk to parking lot? Uh, it's a step between a sidewalk and a walkway that leads to a commercial building. It's yeah. very subtle. It's about an inch, but it's very easy for a bike to get its wheel 
to get caught on. Okay, so you were riding your bike right next to the curb. Right. I'm trying to, okay, right right next to the curb, and uh, down you went uh, because of this one-inch difference. Uh, Okay, Uh, whose property is that on? It's in the other side of the sidewalk? Uh, It's a commercial property's uh, uh, property. Okay, was there, there... that doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. The question is, uh, is there a sidewalk involved? There's a sidewalk on one side. Okay, what? Where were you? All right, where were you relative to the sidewalk? On the street side or the building side? Uh, I was on the building side. Okay, uh, so the sidewalk has a. So you were driving down the sidewalk. I was riding down the sidewalk. Okay. Correct. I wanted to stop because of a noise in my bicycle. Okay. Okay. And okay. Uh, so uh, this could be the sidewalk, could be city property, and uh, yes. I don't know where you're going to go with the commercial, uh, the uh, the commercial owner of the building who says, "Hey, that's not my property. You know, that's the city property. You have a problem, go to the city." Uh, but but you, the, what? Go ahead. The the step is created uh, by not pouring the concrete properly between the commercial property and the city property. Okay, because there was a bump. But again, uh, I, I'm I'm confused. And uh, but there's a sidewalk between them, right? There's a, a a city sidewalk between the commercial property and where you're you fell off your bike. Right. And what connects the property to the sidewalk is a con- concrete walkway. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter okay. because if the city maintains the sidewalk, the second that concrete walkway hits the sidewalk, it's over. And I'm still confused I... as to which side of. Uh, that walkway or the uh, which side of the sidewalk you were on, and you said it was the street side, right? Not the not the building no. side. No, I was on the building side, and I think the issue is with the concrete on the commercial property side. But you weren't anywhere near the the commercial That's property side. My... You were on the sidewalk. Well, I was, but the commercial property butts the sidewalk. Yeah, I understand. I have a commercial property. Well, I don't. I have a house that there is a sidewalk maintained by the city. Right. Right next to it, there is a walkway. I understand, and I understand. It leads into the sidewalk. I get that. But there's private property of my walkway, and then there's city property where you have uh, maintenance by the city, in my case. All right. It doesn't matter. Uh, We're now into minutiae. Uh, what you need is a personal injury attorney because, uh, and I don't know what kind of case it is because I'm still confused as to the geography of this, but your damages are big enough that you go to a PI attorney. Go to handleonthelaw.com. They have tons of personal injury attorneys, and I promise you they'll talk to you because your damages are big enough. And then they're going to go into the liability part, and uh, we'll explain to you or at least figure out where you're sitting because I don't even know which side of the sidewalk you're on yet. Glenn. Hi, Glenn. Yeah, I have an issue with a bankruptcy court judge. Okay. Uh, dragging a bankruptcy out for over ten years. The judge did. Finally, yeah. Then <laughs> finally seized seized a property that belonged to an irrevocable trust that I had created beyond the statute of limitation for the court to go after it. Over ten years and ten months before I filed bankruptcy, I I, I transferred property into an irrevocable trust. Yeah. I, okay. I personally, I personally have no, you know, no no axe to grind in the. In the property. Well, actually, uh, here's the argument that you do. If you transferred the property to anybody, anything, uh, any person, any trust, while you were in the middle of a bankruptcy action, no, that, no, that, no it's no, not. No. The bankruptcy was already years, done, is what you're saying. 
ten no ten years before the bankruptcy was filed. Oh yeah, okay. Then they, the okay, then that's not part of the, the bankruptcy. No, no one can anticipate no. a bankruptcy ten years from now. Um, that's what I mean. Okay, and so what happened? She seized the property that belonged to the trust and sold it. And said, oh, this this belongs to you, and I'm going. Okay, it'd and, be impossible. Yeah, and uh, where did the money go that she seized? The paid creditors, the bunch of lawyers that that ran up a bunch of of uh, yeah. I, you know what? Uh, that the, the problem there is uh, well, it's not a problem. That's, uh, I would appeal it. That's for sure. I mean, first of all, I don't a judge have the money to appeal. I'm 80 years old and I get 900 dollars a month. Whoa! I, I and how much did the property go for, Glenn? Seven, almost 700. Well, no, 500 thousand is what it went for, and then three months later, it sold at, at retail for 680 thousand. Mm. Yeah, you know what? I'd call a bankruptcy attorney. Uh, go to handleonthelaw.com and just ask the question. Just tell that story uh, quickly, I might add, uh, because uh, you need an expert because this sounds uh, like it stinks all over the place uh, as far oh, as... Absolutely. All right. I've got a case in in, uh, in the Superior Court regarding the uh, the title to the property okay. because she said it belonged to me. And uh, I need some help with that. And the judge told me I needed a probate attorney to help. Uh, and me what with that. I, I don't understand that because first of all, uh, anything that the court says uh, is superseded by a bankruptcy judge. Uh, it doesn't matter what a lower court says or what a state court says. Uh, it, well, it, yeah, but the, the the thing is that the Superior Court of California or Los Angeles County actually it only has is the only court that has jurisdiction to determine title to the property. Uh, no, actually, a bankruptcy judge can determine title. A bankruptcy judge has the ability to say title is here, title is there, especially if you're talking about uh, during a bankruptcy this happened, right? And the bankruptcy judge made that determination. And the bankruptcy judge uh, issued the order for you to sell the property. So it sounds right. like two different cases. Well, it is. Okay, then so we're conflating. All right, but we've, we've got title companies that said that wrongfully said that the property belonged to me, and she used that for her excuse to seize the property. Well, okay, that uh, I don't know enough about the case uh, to really get into right. it. And, I, so, Glenn, go to, go to handleonthelot.com and just talk to one of the bankruptcy attorneys. Uh, it's that simple. We'll be right back. This is Handle on the Law. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.